2: blog
0: Talk Radio. Breaking news. Now that's going to change with the weather. Today's forecast shows that those thunderstorms are finally moving out, and the rest of the week is going to be beautiful.
2: I know you. Darkest Just before the sun
0: But I know Yeah and I know Up. you survive the
2: past.
0: Now tell your future, I'm on the way. <laughs>
3: Tule, broadcast right here on God Squad 66 on Block Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Tule. I'm your host tonight for the show. I'm your um, life on purpose navigator. I'm also an author, cancer survivor, minister, and motivational speaker. So super excited to take this journey with you this week in this thing called life. And I'm dedicated to take this journey every week at 8 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday. It's all about deciding our purpose, destiny, and our assignment, and then intentionally pursuing it. Y'all, I'm here in South Carolina and it is cold, cold, cold outside. It is super cold. But in the midst of it being cold, that doesn't stop life. That doesn't stop us from living, from pursuing our purpose and pursuing our destiny. So I just want to encourage you, don't allow the chill in the air to stop your flow. Get in your flow and stay in flow. And tonight our topic is going to be live your best life. I'm going to be sharing a little bit on that topic with some inspiration as well as sharing some updates concerning life on purpose, what, um, what we're doing this year, what our goals are, what we want to accomplish in 2018. How many of you all, um, 2018, New Year's Eve, had a, a great experience with your family, with your friends, you know, where the, whether you were at church or whether you were hanging out or whatever, you crossed over into a brand new year. And I want you to know that we're here in a brand new year, we can leave yesterday behind. You know how people post on social media and they'll say a certain thing, you know, leave it in 2017. Well, I want to encourage you, there's some things in your life that may have been, um, that may have distracted you and and caused you to lose your focus from pursuing your purpose and from walking out your passion. And I want you to leave those things in 2017. This is a brand-new year. Go on and take out that imaginary eraser and erase the slate clean. This is time for us to start writing our goals. Maybe you don't have a vision board, and it's time for you to do your vision board. Or maybe you don't have short-term goals. Get some goals in place. The Bible says that we ought to write the vision and make it plain on tables and say that read it, will run with it. So we got to begin to write our visions down, start putting things in place so we can begin to see those things come into fruition because it's not going to happen if we refuse to do the work. It's not going to happen. And this is coming from someone that used to be a part of the team. I don't know how many of you all have ever heard this joke. And the joke is, when will procrastinators meet? And the answer to that joke is tomorrow. Because what happens with procrastination is we put everything off to do it another time, to do it another day. There's so many reasons why we can't do it now, why we can't do it today. But when we begin to dig a little deeper, then we realize the reason that we can't do it now or the reason that we can't do it today It's actually because of some of the fears and anxieties that we have that hold us back. We may have money fears. There's just so many things that prevent us from walking out our purpose and our destiny. But in most cases, it's not the people around us or the people that you know that we see every day. It literally begins with the person that you see when you look in the mirror. So I want to encourage you right now. Stop allowing that person in the mirror to talk you out of your purpose, your assignment, and fulfilling your destiny. We're going to go on and, and right now go on and take our, um take a moment for our um invite blast. Go and invite a family, friend, you know, somebody in, let them know that we're live on the air right now. They can tune in to the broadcast, we'd love to have them here, as well as remember to press the number one on your keypad if you have a question tonight, or if you'd like to share a comment, you're welcome to do that tonight, so don't forget to press the number one on your keypad, as well as share tonight, come on family, we're on the line, and we are live tonight here on the broadcast. Last week, my guest was um, Minister Tiffany Blackwell. We talked about angels. You want to go back and take a listen to that show. I've I've been looking for them. There's been times in my life when I felt like I might have saw a glimpse, you know, of of an angel or or shadow or something that I wasn't, I couldn't clearly define what that was. But I find myself more now more um, conscious that they are here, that they are around us. And like Minister Blackwell said when she was here, she talked about how they want to help us and how we have to give them an assignment, give them something to do. So I want to encourage you to go back and take a listen to last week's show, To last week's show. All right, guys. Well, we're going to talk a little bit tonight. I want to just share from the topic, um, live your best life. Live your best life. Live your best life when? Live your best life now. Live your best life. Get that in your spirit right now. Get that in your mind. Get that in your heart. Get that in every fiber of your being. I want to live my best life now. I will live my best life now. I am positioned to live my best life now. You know, words have power, and once they're released in the atmosphere, we literally give them permission now to begin to operate in our lives. And the way words work is, is I heard, um, I believe it was Cindy Trim that described it like this. She talked about how words are kind of like a train that leaves the station. Your words go out of your mouth, and they go out into the atmosphere, so they left the station. And those words begin to travel in our lives, and the very words that we spoke, they begin to happen. They begin to appear in our lives, be it through circumstances that we, that we face, be it through people that we find ourselves engaged in. But the things that we've spoken out of our mouth, we have released them, so we've given them permission to begin to operate in our lives. Just as when God spoke and He framed the world by His words, when we release words out of our mouth, we're giving them permission now to frame our world. And she spoke and she talked about how those, how the the words are like that in getting that train leaving the train station, and they go out, they go out, and they do all these things in our lives. And sometimes we wonder why we're going through what we're going through. We wonder why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. But if you think that it's probably because of some words that you release out of your mouth. So something that you said, something that you, that you spoke about yourself, about your children, something that you release. And she said that the same train will come back again. So you release those words out of your mouth. Yes, they went out, and it was a minute. You didn't think about those words. You didn't give much thought to them. But then those words come back into the station. So guess what? They come back into your life. I want us to take authority over our mouth and what we're speaking, what we're releasing. Become more conscious of the words that you are speaking, the words that go out of your mouth. Just as God's words, when they go forth, they're not going to return to him void. You can expect things to happen in your life as a result of the words that you speak. The power of death and life is in your tongue. You can create an atmosphere from the words that you speak. The scripture teaches us that the tongue, although it's a little member, it can create a huge fire, and that's in the book of James, when it talks about the tongue and taming the tongue and how powerful the tongue is. There's power in your mouth. There's power in the words that you speak. There's power in what you say. So you have to be very conscious and very careful about the words that you release out of your mouth. you got to sometimes hit yourself on the hand and say, don't say that, don't release it, don't release it. You may think it. You may think about it, you may think about saying it, but don't release it. This word is not just for you, but this word is for me as well. We have to be conscious of the words that we speak into the atmosphere. And when we look at this topic of living your best life, I want us to look at this scripture in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. And this is from the Message Bible. And it says, I don't think the way you think. The way you work isn't the way I work. And this is a scripture that says, you know, God's ways are not our ways, and these are his thoughts, our thoughts. The way God thinks is not the way that we think. See, we're so quick and so, you know, to, to, to count ourselves out we'll count ourselves out. We'll, we'll convince ourselves why we can't be successful and why we can't do what God has called us to do and why we can't walk out our purpose and our destiny because I'm not good enough, because I don't have what it takes, because I don't have a college degree, because somebody else did it and they did it better and I know I can't do it that great. But what we've got to realize it's what's on the inside of you, what's on the inside of me. God placed in us everything that we need to be successful in the earth. Just like that Prego commercial, it's an old commercial that talks about all the different things that you need for spaghetti sauce, and they would say, it's in there. It's in there. And you've got to begin to declare that over your life. It's in there. Everything that you need to be successful, everything that you need to walk out your purpose, everything that you need to fulfill your destiny in the earth was already in you when you came out of your mother's womb. Those things have been cultivated over the years, some more than others. There's some talent, some skill and ability that's lying dormant. We know that. But now is the time for you to live your best life. Now is the time for you to put a demand on the gift, on the talent and the ability that God has given to you to begin, just like iron sharpens iron, begin to sharpen your skill set, begin to sharpen your your gifting, begin to sharpen, sharpen that God has given you so you can begin to operate in those areas. I promise you. And, and, and it blessed me, you know, it blessed me so much when I heard him say this. When T.D. Jakes, when he came um, to North Carolina and he was sharing about, um, about SOAR, the book, the, the last book that he wrote, and he talked about how, you know, people would tell him how much he blessed them and, you know, when he ministered and and how, and how much he had helped them to change their lives. And he said to us, he said, but he did not see that in himself. That blessed me because it was like a light bulb came on for me. I don't even see it, y'all. I don't even see it. But I trust the God who created me. I trust the God who sent me in the earth realm. I trust the God who's given me an assignment. I trust the God who has purpose on my life. I trust the God who said in Jeremiah 29 and 11 that he has a future for me. He has an expected end for me. He has hope for me. I trust him. And because I trust him, oh, my God. I'm not putting a demand on Deborah. I'm not putting a demand on just who I am in the natural. But I am pulling on the Holy Spirit that's on the inside of me. I'm yielded to him. I surrender to him. I say, Holy Spirit, you have your way. Holy Spirit, you do what you want to do. Holy Spirit, you said in your word that you would be the paraclete that will walk along beside me. Holy Spirit, you said in your word that you would bring those things back to my remembrance. Holy Spirit, you said in your word that you would be with me. Holy Spirit, you said in your word that you would guide me. So I'm depending on the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of me to lead and to guide and to direct me, to show me what God wants me to do, to show me, to tell me what I need to do because I don't know. I don't know about Holy Spirit, and that has to be what you say to him. Holy Spirit, you show me. You teach me. You guide me. You direct me. I yield to you. And when we begin to yield to the Holy Spirit, that's when we'll see our lives change. Because then you know that it's not in your own strength. It's not in your own power. Because it's not by strength, neither is it by power, but it is by my spirit, said the Lord. God wants us to do this not by our own strength, not by our own power, but God says do it in the power of the Lord, the spirit of God that lives on the inside of you. Living your best life requires you to trust God like you've never trusted him before. When God said in his word, I will never leave you nor forsake you, trust him. When God said in his word, I will meet all your needs according to my riches and glory in Christ Jesus, trust him. When God says, I have made you the head and not the tail above only and not beneath, trust him. When God said, I made you a lender and not a borrower, trust him. When God says, I have given you the power to get wealth," trust him. When God says, if any man lacks wisdom, Acts of God who is willing and able to give it to you liberally Ask God Trust him Trust God and hang on to every word that God has spoken Another scripture I want us to look at tonight is this And this is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 Verses 17 and 18 The New Living Translation And it reads For our present troubles are small and won't last very long Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone. Things we cannot see will last forever. So, beloved, know that what we face in the earth, well, it's only for a moment in time. It won't be like this always. This, too, shall pass. And we have to know that so that we don't get stuck in a trial, that we don't get stuck when we face tribulation, that we don't get stuck, but that we can press forward and move forward. Because if we don't, we'll become overwhelmed by our situations and by the things that happen in our lives. And some of those things are a result of the words we spoke. And that's why even tonight I want to declare crop failure over words that were spoken in ignorance, over words that were spoken in anger, words that were spoken that's going to, that's going to produce a harvest that's not going to be fruitful for our lives. I command that seed to die in the ground now. In Jesus' name, I declare crop failure, They will not come up. They will not come back into our lives. Father, we thank you right now for just being omnipotent, for being all-powerful, Lord, that there's nothing too hard for you, Father God. And, Lord, we bless your name right now, that those seeds that have gone out, God, that we've spoken in ignorance, Father God, that we've spoken in anger, Lord God, that we've spoken, Lord God, without having full understanding or full knowledge, God. We declare that they will die in the ground. They will not. Produce a harvest in our lives They will not choke out our good seed They will not be like pears That come up with our wheat But they will not manifest, Father In the name of Jesus God, we apologize For using our mouths in a way to speak Lord God In a way that did not honor you And in a way that was not beneficial Or fruitful for our lives Father, we plead We apply the blood of Jesus Christ over those seas right now, Father God, and we ask you, Lord God, help us to speak as you have called us to speak, God. Help us to declare as you have called us to declare, Father God, for you have given us instruction, Father God, and what we should even think about, how we should respond, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you right now for just moving mightily on our behalf, Father God, We give you glory. We give you honor, Father God. We give you the praise, Father. Lord God, we thank you right now for just being so good to us, Father, because there's nothing impossible with you. And in Philippians 4 and 8, God told us what we should think about because normally the words that come out of your mouth, they begin with a thought. You think about it, the next thing you know, you're declaring it and you're speaking it out of your mouth. And sometimes you feel like, well, hey, I was just talking. I wasn't declaring that. I didn't mean that, God. I was just saying something. But see, your words have power. So you have to be careful in the very words you allow to come out of your mouth. Even when you're joking, be careful with the words that come out of your mouth. And in Philippians 4 and 8, it says this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. And that's from the King James Virgin. Now God has given us that's pretty extensive right there, that he broke it down to us, so we would know exactly what we should and what we shouldn't be thinking about. and I'm going to read it for you as well in the Amplified Bible, and it reads this way. It says, finally. Believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. And I promise you, if you begin to walk out and operate from this principle found here in Philippians 4 and 8, we will change the way we speak. We will change the way we think, and thus will give birth to the words that come out of our mouth. Because once we change our thoughts, we'll change what we say, and we will change our lives. Because in order to live your best life, you must take authority over your thought life and over the words that come out of your mouth. I want to share right now, as I'm, I'm just thinking about the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, when they faced that fiery furnace, They had to have amazing faith in God, amazing. They were standing on the word of God. But I promise you, their responses didn't just come out of that moment and out of that experience. They had been spending time with God. They had been thinking about the word. They had experienced God, his presence. And they trusted him in that moment. When we're facing obstacles and we're facing a fire or we're facing a lion in a lion's den, we must trust God. Because with them, they understood if I don't bow down and do what this king is asking me to do, I'm going to have to get in this fire. I'm going to lose my life if God does not show up. Now, they could have potentially thought that God was going to deliver them before having to, you know, actually get in the furnace. But God saw to do it his own way. And that's another thing that we have to understand tonight. Sometimes don't work out the way we thought they would work out. But you have to know you've got to believe because I pray because I trusted God, because I'm standing on his word. Although it did not work out the way I thought it would or the way I wanted it to, God is all in it, and I give him all the glory. Because even things like that can stop you. They could have decided on their way to the fiery furnace, to be thrown into the furnace. They could have decided, hey, well, God ain't showed up, so evidently he don't care about me. Well, God ain't showed up, so evidently God doesn't love me. Well, God ain't showed up, so evidently, you know, it, it's, no re- it's no use for me to continue to serve him because he's not even taking care of me. He's going to let us lose our lives. See, sometimes we feel all alone. Sometimes we feel like we're all by ourselves, even in a crowd. This young lady had posted on um, Facebook this week, it was, I believe it was New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, and she said, I was with family and friends, but yet I felt all alone. See, the spirit of alone, of being alone, it's not based on where you position or where you are in the natural, but the feeling of being alone is deeper than that. It's when you are not fulfilling your purpose and your assignment, when you On the inside of you It doesn't matter whose presence you're in It doesn't matter who you're with But when you connect with God And you connect with purpose And you allow the passion on the inside of you To get stirred up You're not going to feel alone Because you're going to remember God told me in his word He will never leave me nor forsake me See there were many many months in my life Where I was married But I was by myself I said, I'm I'm the girl who's been married, single, at the same time more than anybody I I know. But I was married. I had a husband on paper, but he was somewhere else doing other things. So I was by myself, me and my children. And what I found myself doing was this. I sold my time. I sold my time helping people. I sold my time at church. I sold my time. So by the time I got home, y'all, I was so tired. I was so exhausted, I got in my bed and I went to sleep. I didn't have time to think about who not here, who not doing this, who not doing that, who walked away, who didn't love me. I didn't have time for that because I allowed myself to get engaged. I allowed the Holy Spirit to lead me, guide me, direct me, put my hands to something, Holy Spirit, give me something to do. And that's a word for someone that's tuning in right now. Ask the Holy Spirit to. Put your hands to something to help you to cultivate and develop the passion that God has given you that's going to allow you to walk into your purpose. Peter stepped out the boat in the storm. Who do you remember when Peter stepped out that boat in the midst of that storm? He told Jesus, He said, Jesus, if it be you, bid me to come. But I believe, although he saw Jesus, he had never walked on water before, so it was a brand new experience. Sometimes when we are facing something that we've never done before, we have, to, we have to do it shaking, but do it anyway. Don't allow fear to stop you or prevent you. Peter got out of the boat. Peter walked on water. Besides Jesus, he's the only person I know that had that experience. How about you? How about your boat? Jesus is bidding to you to come, to complete that assignment, to walk in your purpose. To fulfill your destiny He's bidding you to come Are you willing to get out of the boat Are you willing To step out Regardless of what everybody else is doing Nobody else is moving Everybody else is in the boat But he's bidding you to come What God is giving you to do He didn't give it to somebody else He gave it to you to do And so you have to know When God has called me to do something I can't wait on other people I can't do what other people are doing I gotta get up and I gotta get moving. Even if you have to fight your way through, get up and get moving. And right now, this is a great time to take a pause for our Life on Purpose song for this week. The name of the song is Fighters by Cheryl Fortune. And sometimes, in order for you to live your best life, it's gonna call you to engage yourself in a fight. Listen up right now, Cheryl Fortune song is tighter. You listen live like
2: that. I know it's hard, unbearable. I know how you feel. i traveled this same road. And all you want is someone to Your bleeding heart Overflowing with heat
3: Broadcast right here on the God Squad 66 Network Thank you for tuning in I'm just so super excited about All that the Lord is doing so super Excited about some updates that I'm Going to be sharing here with you in just A few minutes but before I do That um, just wanted to share This with you Um, I've I've Been reading this book by Nicole Crank and it's, it's Actually a 60 day devotional And she says this about obstacles She says Obstacles are opportunities, but they never look like that to me. Opportunities for what? And, th- and this is the question to God tonight. God, the, op- the obstacles that's in my life, they're really opportunities. They are opportunities to receive more of God's power, the opportunities for God to get more glory out of your life. the opportunities to allow you to cultivate and develop so that you can do things God's way. So stop looking at your obstacles as stopping points and start looking at your obstacles as opportunities so that we can move forward and pursue our life and live it on purpose. And I just want to share with you just a couple of ways of how you can live your best life. Number one, it's realize your full potential. It doesn't matter how many people listen to this broadcast and from where they're from, most of them can say cannot honestly say, I've tapped into my full potential, because most of us have left something on the table. So number one, realize your full potential. Give your best effort to everything that you do. And when you have a task or project to complete, do it to the best of your ability. Even if it's not something you want to be doing, you should still give it your all. Because when you give less than 100%, it doesn't make you feel better afterwards because then you think about what you would, have, should have, could have done. So when you do a task or an assignment, give it your best. Realize your full potential. And those skills that you have, Sharpen them, sharpen your skill set. And in the process, you're probably going to learn some new skills and add to your repertoire. Number two, find your place and get in a position to fulfill your purpose. Sometimes this is the hardest thing to do because a lot of us, we find ourselves not feeling comfortable here or not feeling comfortable there and not realizing that it's not about the people I'm around, but it's about the position I'm in and how it fits into the scheme of things in fulfilling my purpose and my assignment in the earth. Because if you think about it, the talent that you were born with, the things that you enjoy doing, the passion that you have for certain things, that directs you into your purpose. However, There's normally a trajectory for you to get there. So there may be like a step over here that I I need to be over here with these people to get the game and glean from them. And then I find myself somewhere else. I'm uncomfortable. I really don't like being here. I I can't wait till I leave. But God has ordained it for your life to help you to develop more so that you can walk out your purpose and walk out your destiny. We have to be open-minded about where we are. And the path that God has us on so that we can discover what God is doing in us. Because it could be something that you don't even expect. So finding our place, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have a prestigious job or a prestigious lifestyle. It just means that you are in position that you will allow God to work in your life. And even if you feel right now that I don't have any specific skill set, or anything marketable to pursue, you can still find your purpose because your purpose may not be to be in a prestigious quote-unquote quote, job, but it could be God wants you to, to help people that are homeless. God wants you um, to help people. That, that may be dropping out of school like young girls, teenage girls that need someone to mentor them. It could be working with males and helping them to change their mindset about drugs, or alcohol, or, or domestic. But, you know, it could just be anything. The sky is the limit. But when we have the want to, that's something that you've got to have. In order for you to find your place in your purpose, you've got to have some want to. I want to do this. I'm willing to do it, Lord. Direct me. Show me. And he will. And then number three, and lastly, know your own limitations. And I can't think of anybody who can say this better <laughs> than my man Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood says, and I say, and I say this sometimes to my children: a man ought to know his own limitations. It's important for you to recognize your full potential, but it's also important for you to realize your to recognize and realize your limitations. Because when you realize your limitations, then you're able to tap into people that can help you. Or it may be something that you're limited in right now, but if you allow that to be communicated, then it could be someone that's willing to help you. And next thing you know, you've learned a new skill because you allow someone to know, I don't know how to do this. I'm I'm not really good at this. You know, you sharpen those areas that you know that you're skilled in, but for the others it's okay to let people know that you don't know how to do certain things, and then someone can help you. They may be willing to show you, and then you'll have more skills in your, in your skill set and in your tool belt. So don't be stationary and unwilling to change or adapt because you don't know certain things. Don't allow anybody to make you feel less than because you don't know certain things. Because guess what? Nobody knows everything. So, hey, for you not to know certain things, you're just like everybody else because nobody knows everything. Wow. Well, those are my tips tonight about living your best life. And I also want to just share some updates about the life on purpose and where we're going. We're actually going to be here on Blog Talk Radio Um, until the end of this month, and after this month, we're going to a um, 24-hour internet radio, and so I'm going to be giving you more information about that, more about how you can follow um, Life on Purpose online, Um, so I'll be sharing more information about that. And also, 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 on February the 3rd, I don't know, prayerfully you've connected with me on social media, but if you have not, please do so. But on February the 3rd, we are taking life on purpose from behind the blog talk radio um, screen, and we're taking it, and we're, we're moving forward to our first conference. Yes, our first conference will be on February the 3rd at 10 o'clock a.m. at the Holiday Inn. will want you to be there. You can actually go on and purchase your tickets. Uh, we have early bird tickets that are on sale right now. The early bird tickets are only $35, and they're $35 um, until January 20th. Or you can purchase your ticket um, after that date. The regular ticket price a general purchase is going to be $45. But somebody blessed me so much today. um, They went out and purchased their ticket today early this morning, and I saw that they paid $45. Well, of course, this is the time for the early bird ticket. And so I gave her a call, and, you know, I was going to refund her $10. And she said, no. She said, I saw that, but I wanted to sew. So if you decide you just want to sew, just know that it's going to a good cause. We are definitely going to um, do some things. I know um, for those of you that follow me, you know that I am a breast cancer survivor, and what I want to be able to do um from proceeds from this conference, donations or what have you, whatever's left. I want to be able to sow a seed into um, some of the cancer organizations that we have been sponsoring over the years. I want to be able to sow because there's somebody out there right now that need gas to get the chemo or radiation or might need food, nutrition or food, you know, that may have needs. And so when we give to these organizations, I didn't want to recreate the wheel with um, with Pink um, with pink Treasures, but what I wanted to do was to get with organizations that were already established and sew so into those organizations. And so that's what I did. One of those is um, Celebrate Life or Aid, and that's with Jeanette Gregory. Another um, another one that we sold into uh, was the York County Cancer Association and also Breast Screening Source of York County. So those were the three um, organizations that we sold into that were able to help other people that, were, that was diagnosed with cancer. Now, granted, we could just keep it with breast cancer, which a couple of those organizations do, but York County Cancer Association, they just help anybody that has a need. It doesn't matter what type of cancer it is. They will help. And so just want to say, you know, get your ticket for the conference. You can go to OperationReset18.com, that's O-P-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-R-E-S-E-T, eighteen number 18.com and you can purchase your tickets for the conference. We're going to have y'all, I promise you the content at this conference is going to change your life. We are going we had we're going to have some phenomenal reset presenters. They're going to be talking our we're going to have um, five different areas. We're going to have the first one is body. So operation reset. The first one is body. And we're going to have Troy Harris from Get Fit with Troy. Troy has testimonies of people that have lost, this one lady lost over 100 pounds. So he's going to come talk to us about nutrition, talk to us about being healthy, talk to us about managing and taking better care of these temples that the Holy Spirit is housing. You know, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. God, we're God's house, and we must take care of the body that the Holy Spirit is on the inside of. So that's one area. Another area is going to be relationships, and we're going to have Evangelist Cinda Hunter. She's going to be there. She's going to be sharing on that topic. We want to leave some things in 2017 and press forward in 2018, clean up the things we need to clean up in our lives with our relationships. We're also going to have Minister Manisa Mullins and her husband, Brother Willie Mullins, is going to be there. They're going to be talking about finances, how we can move our credit scores, how we can be in a budget, how we can live life better with the with the financial blessings that the Lord has given to us. We're also going to have my coach, um, Lori Pelzer, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. She's going to be here in Rock Hill at Operation Reset talking to us about success, how we can the reset button, many of us are entrepreneurs at heart, you know, we know that there's more in us, more to us, but we just don't know how to get it out, and my coach is going to be here, and she's going to be sharing about that, and last but not least, we're going to have the powerhouse, the woman of God, none other than Pastor Katita Revell is going to be sharing on the topic of resetting our lives spiritually, so hey, we got a major lineup prepared just for you, so you can come and be blessed. Press the reset button on your life. 2018 is going to be phenomenal. Your life is going to be unrecognizable. You're going to look at where you were in 2017, and then look at you where you are at the end of the year if you stay with us and this Life on Purpose movement and you stay with us, pressing that reset button, your life is going to be changed drastically. Because if you're willing to put in the work, change has to happen. If you're willing to make the necessary changes that you need to make, change has to happen. And also, I'm going to, be, I'm going to release uh, my first CD that's called Pursuit of Purpose. It's pop. P.O.P., Pursuit of Purpose, and y'all, I promise you I didn't steal that from John Gray's message. When I heard him preach about purpose, honey, and he said that he, he asked his wife what to call it, and she said P.O.P., y'all, that was so so much confirmation for me because I actually did this, and I actually completed this assignment back in September, so this was actually before he did you know um, the message. Preach the message, and got that from his wife. But I'm going to release that here at the conference. I want you to, you know, purchase it, take it home with you. And for everyone that purchases it, purchases it, purchases it, you'll also receive a free ebook um, that you'll be able to share, read it, share it, whatever. But God is doing some big things in our lives. He is moving, y'all. God is moving. Get on board. Get on board. Begin to move. Begin to do what God has assigned for you to do. Begin to walk your life out on purpose. And if you're tuning in right now, if you have a question, if you have a comment, if you have a suggestion, I want to encourage you to press the number one on your keypad. I love, love, love to have you come on into the to the broadcast right now and share your question, your comment. Or what have you and we're going to end the show right now uh, with a song that I love from Eddie James and the name of the song is I'm blessed and that's what I'm declaring over your life right now that you are blessed that you are highly favored that the love of God the power of God the favor of God is all over your life I'm blessed Eddie James for the life and purpose now
0: And life is in the power of the tongue, and tonight we're going to make declarations over our house, over our family, over our children, over our city. We're going to declare what the word of the Lord says because I believe that this year is a year of favor over your life, over your house. So look at your neighbor and come on, say
2: this, my house house is blessed, blessed. my family family is blessed, blessed. my health health is blessed, and my wealth wealth is blessed, come on, declare it,
0: my church church is
2: blessed,
0: blessed. my city city is blessed,
2: blessed. my nation is Is blessed, for my God. My city, my city is, oh yeah. is left. My nation, my nation oh, is left for mine. My-
3: A mighty, mighty woman of God, whom I have come to to love deeply. I mean, this is my my talking buddy. When I want to share some stuff, I don't want nobody else to, to know it's to the repeat. Then I can always call her and, and share with her and get some insight and wisdom. And I just want her just to share just a few minutes. She's also my virtual assistant, assistant, um, guys. So if you need anything, media done, you you saw my flyer. Um, you know, you you know that that's excellent that's excellence right there, y'all. So she don't be half stepping and she don't she is not playing, but I just want her to talk a few minutes just about the conference and you know just pulling everything together with the flyer um what does she sense about that and um just bless us tonight
1: amen, praise God, elder, thank you so much for having me on this just to say something very brief i'm you know I'm not really like the forefront person but um I thank you for having me on. I'm so super excited about this conference. Not just because I was involved with helping some with it, but just the fact that the time and the season that is in, um, I believe that God has it, you know, we always say at the beginning of the year, I'm gonna start over, I'm gonna do new or whatever, but I think that this is a spiritual um thing that God is allowing the body of Christ to know that you can press the reset button in your life and you can go to the next leveling. You don't have to worry about, um, you you know, the thing, you know, our mindset sometimes is saying, Oh, I got to do so much. I got to pay so many dues because I did so wrong. You know, God is saying, if you have asked me to forgive you and you've gone on, you're determined that you're going to reach your goal. That God is going to press that reset button, and He is, as far as He's concerned, the sin never happened when you repented. You you let that go, and oh, yeah. He's He's now going to put you in the right position that you need to be in. So I I'm so excited with the the people that you have a part. Of. Um, some of them I've heard of, and some of them I not But um, I'm just excited about just this spiritual encounter. I believe it's going to be a life changing encounter. Um, Elder, you remember in the Word of God when, when when Paul met Jesus on that Damascus road the Bible says that that when he mm-hmm. was um when he met him on that road we know from reading the scriptures that Paul's life was never the same he was he was supernaturally reset on that day he was never yeah. the same yeah. after that point point the Bible talk, go on, you see over half of the New Testament was written by Paul because his life was radically changed. And I just believe that that when people come to this conference with a sense of expectation, not so much from people, but coming with an expectation from Mm -hmm. God, Lord, I need to be reset. I need a reset in my life. I need you to do a supernatural, have a supernatural encounter with you that my life will change and go to the next level, that it will change radically and that I will be who you want me to be that I will have I will have no restraints. I will I will go into this new year into this new season that I'm in and I will determine that I'm going to be all that you want me to be and I'm going to fulfill purpose. So I'm excited. I am super super excited just oh, yeah. to be there um and be a part of it. I love the response that we're getting from the, um from the audience of being a part of the conference and I want to encourage you don't wait till the last minute to get your tickets. Um the tickets you know, of course you, like I know Elder has said, you can go to the website uh available now. It's open, it's ready. You can go out to operationreset18.com, purchase your tickets there. You can get a, a glimpse at uh of the, the the speakers that are coming. Also here in got a, you know, a nice note out there to give you some idea of what um the conference is all about, but you can go out there and purchase your tickets, secure them right away. Space is limited, so we really want you to go ahead and and get your spot secured, and we will definitely um, look forward to seeing you at Operation Reset on February 3rd.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that, Minister Pam. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And Minister Pam was with me, um, actually the last show I think I had said something I had said Tiffany. But since then we have had another show and Minister Pam was with me on that show. So hey, go listen to all of them. You know, over the course of a, about a year and a half I've had an opportunity to have over seventy um life on purpose broadcasts through Block Talk Radio and also um about probably at least sixty five different guests on those shows. So God has been truly good. I never imagined I would be here, um, on the radio chatting, talking, but I give God all the glory. I don't take it lightly. I thank God for this time that he allows me to, to share and bring people on on to share, you know, just guests have been phenomenal, have been amazing and awesome and just allowing us to have this platform to share. You may know someone that you feel like would be um, just a great guest to have to share information. Send me um, or have them to send me an inbox message and, um, or an email, and let's connect. Let's get, you know, people on here that, that we can continue to inspire and to encourage each other to live our lives on purpose because I truly believe that a life isn't lived until it's being lived on purpose. God bless you. Know that I love you with the love of God. I look forward to us every week. We're going to finish out this month on Blog Talk Radio, and then we're going to go to a different um, um, Internet radio station. I'll be sharing more about that as well as more about the conference. So, hey, if you have any questions about anything, hit me up. You can send me an email at lifeonpurposeradio at gmail.com or inbox me. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if we've not yet connected on Facebook, Send me a friend request. Let's connect on social media. All right? Well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are so, so, um, so thankful of this time that you've allowed us to come together on this platform, Father, just to encourage to show forth your glory. Lord, we thank you right now for the words that have been spoken. Lord, it is our desire to please you and all that we say and all that we do. We have a desire, Father God, to live our best lives because we know that it's you that has given us life. Even when God, the prophet Jeremiah, you told him that even before you formed him in his mother's womb that you had ordained him as a prophet. So we know, Father God, even before we, Lord God, were formed in the wombs of our mothers, that you have ordained us for a specific assignment. You have destiny and purpose all over our lives. Help us to fulfill it, Father God. Lead, God and direct us by your Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way in each of our lives. Direct us, lead us, guide us. We cannot do it without you. And, Father, we lift up the conference before you. We pray, Father God, that it will be what you desire. Father God, we thank you for those that are coming to share, Father, but even as Minister Pam was saying, Father God, we know that unless you show up and unless you make the difference, lives will not be changed. So, Father, we pray tonight that you will show up and show out, you will use each presenter, Father God, anoint them afresh tonight and use them, for God, their lives will be changed and people will be changed to go forth, and to live life on purpose. God, we love you tonight, and we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in this week. Have a blessed rest of the week, and I'll see you back here on next week at 8 o'clock p.m. for the Life on Purpose broadcast. God bless you, and good night.